It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. We know the Supreme Court of the United States is SCOTUS, but now we call the Supreme Court of Wisconsin SCOWIS, S-C-O-W-I-S. Like what? Knucklehead came up with that acronym. Who? You should quit your job right now. You should walk up to your, you should email A. I'm sorry, wrong generation. You should text your boss and tell him you quit because you're a knucklehead. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Boy, what a night to pick to do a show when there's football on. But I get to watch it because uh, for those of you that want to watch the game later, uh, I'll give you five seconds to go. Five, four, turn your radio off. Three, two, one. So at halftime, with seven seconds left in the second quarter, uh, the Lions are leading San Francisco 49ers 24-7. My goal is to be happy that – and there's a flag – my goal is to be happy when the Chiefs play the Lions. I think that'll be a good game. Unfortunately, like, I don't really care. Because the best game I saw today was the Chiefs when they played the Ravens. And I like the quarterback, Jackson. But I like Mahomes better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because I was in a place where everybody was cheering for the Ravens. And I got to tell you, I was kind of happy that the Chiefs won. Anyway, WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. So, tomorrow... Morgan Geyer has a hearing scheduled. She's petitioning for conditional release. I was reading the story on WISN.com. So the Slender Man, one of the Slender Man girls, found not guilty by reason of mental disease and was initially, it's actually mental disease and defect. So stop, stop altering your headlines to match your politics. Stop it. She was found guilty And then found not guilty by reason of mental disease and defect. She was initially sentenced in 2018 to a maximum of 40 years of state mental health supervision. And now there's a hearing scheduled for tomorrow. Because her attorney filed a petition for a conditional release and she's expected to appear by Zoom. Um, Geyser and... Anissa Ware, who were 12 years old at the time, stabbed Peyton Lautner in Waukesha Park after a sleepover, and she survived. They stabbed her 21 times. Um, So, yeah, she's 21 now, and she was found guilty, got a maximum of that. Uh, uh, Ware was granted conditional release in 2021. Um, Miss Geyer said she's no longer a threat to herself, and... All that stuff. So my question is, should she be released? I mean, that's the real question. Should Morgan Geyer, Geyser, is it Geyser? I saw both, Geyser and Geyer. 
Uh, my apologies for getting the name wrong, but should she be released? Should should she be um, sent home? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a mental health expert. I'm not a uh, medical doctor. I'm an academic doctor. So there's not a whole heck of a lot I can do about it. But I will say, I believe, is she the one that had the uh, schizophrenia? Because if she is and she's on her meds and she's doing well, I I don't necessarily see where she would not be released conditionally. Um, They were tried as adults and it will always be on her record. She was always institutionalized. That means there'll be some things they can't do. Like there, there, that, that will be an albatross that will hang around their necks that they were um, detained in a mental institution that they were adjudicated and found delinquent and not guilty So I guess they were found guilty and then not guilty by reason of mental disease and defect. And so it'll be an interesting thing tomorrow. Um, It'll be interesting Tuesday as to whether or not they release her. I wonder what her attorney will be discussing uh, as it relates to whether or not she uh, or, or even why she should be released, you know. WTMJ talk and text line is 855-616. 120. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. 855-616-1620. I said 16120. Like what? Like what? We're gonna we're gonna dial eight eight letters, ten, eleven letters. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, before we were talking about Morgan Geisler and uh, whether or not she's gonna be released, she's petitioning for conditional release. But I I also read a story on WISN.com about about a pastor who's charged with sexual assault of a child and a woman. And so when I read the story, I was kind of like, wow, two people. But it sounds like. Um, again, that's one of those headlines that I don't know, but we're teaching in journalism school these days and mass comm school these days and so on and so forth. But that is a garbage headline. Now it's changed to racing pastor charge, sexually assaulting a child, comma woman. What does that mean? It sounds like a child and a woman. Or was it two? I don't know. I tried to read the story, and I saw the part where they were about the victim of abuse came forward in January 2023, told investigators she was 14 when Leon Alvarez first touched her inappropriately. Then I read through the complaint, and I looked for another name, and I kept looking for another name, and I realized that She came forward when she was 18. So the woman said that when she was a child, she was sexually assaulted. That's a different headline. 
You know what I mean? Some, something's wrong with this. Something's wrong with reporting these days. And so that's a, that's a terrible headline. Leon Alvarez's cash bond was set at $10,000. Racing County Sheriff's Office said Immigration Naturalization Services picked him up after he posted his bail. So this person isn't even a U.S. citizen. Wow. Interesting. So his name is Burnaby, B-E-R-N-A-B-E. So why would you tell this whole story? I think that's something that's important to know up front, that this person was picked up by immigration and naturalization. Does that mean that they were not a U.S. citizen? Sounds like it. And if that's the case, that's a pretty large part of that story. And so I'm seeing this time and again when you read through these stories. These stories have a particular bent. And I wouldn't say, you know what? I wouldn't even say conservative versus liberal. I would say just bad writing. Just poorly. Let me, let me see who wrote this. And I'm not bashing the person that wrote it. Bella Van Lannen. So Bella, whoever your editor is, some, somebody should go back and I, I think it was a little important that a lot of the information, you know, that inverted pyramid. Some of this information should have been up front. He admitted to giving her daughter the massage, but denied doing anything inappropriate. And he did all sorts of things since he was 14. But yet. So how did this guy become a pastor when he's a when he's not a like there should be certain things and certain licenses you should not be able to get if you're not a U.S. citizen. Therapy. Um, licensed by a by a by a. Denomination to be. A pastor or minister or elder like like to be. Ordained. Yeah, something's wrong with that. Or maybe something's just wrong with me. I don't think so. WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. You can hit me on the text line. But I'm not really supportive of this person. Like, I don't, I don't really get what the deal is with a person who is not a, not a, not a U.S. citizen, but pastoring a church. So who... And what was the name of the, so did, I'm trying to think, did they give the name of the church? Do, 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 do. So I'm not even saying the name of the church in here. Maybe I'm going too fast. No, the church hasn't been identified yet. TMJ4 also had commented about it, and they mentioned in there they've not been able to figure, uh, confirm which church he worked for. Interesting. Interesting. How? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, talk to mom, talk to the 18-year-old. Like, what? Yeah. So we're, we're not giving certain information. Shouldn't people at that church know? Shouldn't people know that that church? Like, what if I visited the church today and found out when the story came out today 
at 6.07 p.m. Because it was updated. I wonder when it originally came out. That is bothersome. That bothers me. That makes me wonder even the type of, of journalism that we're seeing, what, what is this, this story is lacking significantly. It told more about the complaint and not enough information about the fact, oh, yeah, and by the way, immigration naturalization picked him up after he posted bail. Court records show his preliminary hearing is set for January 31st. Hmm. Don't you think that might have been a little more important? Pardon? Welcome back Welcome to the truth back. on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. I mean, I'm not bashing people who are pastors who are here on work visas. and But but that's why, you know, I was having a conversation the other day with a person. That's why it's important that a pastor or a church have a covering in that they have a denomination attached to them so that there's somebody looking over their shoulder, looking at what they're doing. There's always somebody, some group, some council, something, some board that's that's looking at what they're doing and looking at whether or not they should be doing what they're doing. That That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And so I, I think it's important that if you're in a church, that you be a part of a denomination or loosely connected with someone that's looking over your shoulder to make sure you're doing things right, you're, you're Doctrine is sound and within line of what people believe. You know, it, it's just it's just weird. Like, how can you get that far without someone noticing or telling? Now, on the young lady's part, I understand the intimidation and all that. And so he was arrested for um, some of the charges he was arrested for include uh, sexually assaulting a child and attempted sexual exploitation by a therapist because you're given certain amenities and um, privileges as a pastor that technically you you can give counsel to people and it is protected by law, right? Just like a lawyer, just like a, a spouse, Inter- and, and, I, and I know I'm speaking in, in very generic terms, but it, at some point, you know, it's I think it's important that that we watch over our children. Check with your kids every day. I don't care what age they are. They're grown. I check with my grown kids. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? You need anything? You all right? Let me. And I mean, listen to their voice. Call them to hear. Has anything changed? You know, mentally. You know, the, the way you're talking to me, your voice, your energy, you, you know, your kid's energy, you know, your kid's personality. You know, if your kid's always been quiet and reserved, then you let them be quiet and reserved. But if your child has been 
energetic and going around everywhere and then all of a sudden they're not you know find out why you know it might be a boy or a girl and they're you know bummed about a relationship that they think was going to last forever and it lasted two weeks you know stuff like that that's that's understandable it's 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 when we don't and i'm not i'm not faulting mom and dad or anything i'm i'm not um luckily she she was able to tell her brother and mom subsequently found out and they reported it and it went from there and i and i think it should have been i think it should have been reported and he should have been held i would have thought he would have been held with more more um you know, pay more and bail. But I also understand that it happened, what, four years ago or it was ongoing or whatever. So, but since I'm not a judge and I'm not really high on judges right now for some of the decisions I hear them make, um, you know, we'll go from there. But after the news, I want to, I want to touch on, um, Something that happened in California with a young lady who did an unspeakable, unspeakable crime and uh, killed her boyfriend. But I guess I couldn't call. If you date for three weeks, Evan, are, are, are you boyfriend, girlfriend if you dated for like two weeks? And then you came over I to guess smoke some weed. it depends if weed. that's what the labels you're giving each other. You know, and then I came over and smoked some weed. Like, I don't know. When we come back, I really want to dive into this this woman in California that stabbed her boyfriend 108 times and the travesty, the mockery that the justice system in California made of itself. I mean, I'm not shocked it's California, right? That made of itself during the sentencing. I was shocked. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, 855-616-1620. So... There was a story in California that left me a little miffed about how exactly California law works. So there was a woman who committed a a heinous act, right? And she stabbed her boyfriend 108 times. So I get it, right? Well, I don't really get it, but I get it, right? You went there, you're dating some guy. Bryn Spetcher, 33, faced up to five years in prison for stabbing Chad Omelia, Omelia, O apostrophe M-E-L-I-A, 26 years old, in his Thousand Oaks home on May 28th, 2018. They smoked some marijuana together. Experts for both defense and prosecution concluded the high-potency pot she smoked caused her to slip into a psychotic state. Really? Yeah, they said that California marijuana is potent. Okay. Ventura County Superior Judge, Superior Court Judge David Worley sentenced 
her last Tuesday to two years probation and 100 hours of public education on the dangers of THC consumption. Okay, so help, help, help me with this. You stab somebody 108 times. And then when the police come in to arrest you, you stab yourself in the neck. They end up having to pepper spray you, tase you to stop you, to get you in custody, get your treatment and all that. She only got 100 hours. She didn't, she didn't even get 108 hours, right? She didn't get 108 hours, at least an hour for every stab. Maybe not the one for herself. But anyway, she got 100 hours. Probation. That means that she is not being held responsible for involuntary manslaughter. Now, if it was me, I'd be sitting under the jail now. I would have had a speedy trial and speed it straight to Walpon. How does this woman who kills a man in cold blood? Well, I don't know if you can say cold blood, but I guess you can say cold blood because he didn't have a weapon. Hmm. Hey, five, five, six, one, six, one, six, 20. Do you think that was a equitable or just sentence after killing another human being? Audrey Navziger, who prosecuted the case for the Ventura County District Attorney's Office, said that the judge's sentence did not serve justice and that it was problematic. She said it's a very dangerous precedent. It also is a slap in the face of the victim's family and speaks poorly of victim's relief everywhere. That it's okay to smoke marijuana and butcher someone with three knives, but it's not okay to smoke marijuana and drive and kill someone. Then you'll get sent to jail. It doesn't square. A hundred and eight sharp false force injuries. And when you look at her, she has a little blue blazer and the white blouse and her hair is down and she looks all pretty. The attorney said in the statement that the sentencing reflects that their client was in a cannabis-induced psychotic breakdown during the violent episode. They said Amelia purchased and provided the high-potency marijuana that included a clear warning that it was for high-tolerance users only. That warning was presented at trial, and for that reason, he was on notice of the potential dangers to a naive user. As evidence of her psychotic state, Swartz pointed out that not only did she stab Amelia, but she stabbed herself numerous times in the neck, almost killing herself. And she also stabbed her beloved Siberian Husky, but the dog survived. Wow. Now, had she killed the dog, she'd probably end up in jail. Had she stabbed and killed that dog. But when we, when we come back, we're going to actually look at that story that Jack talked about as it relates to a dog getting stabbed and beat and the family um, being upset about it, of course, and they're investigating it. I don't get it. Involuntary manslaughter? Involuntary manslaughter. Am I missing something? 855 616 Did I miss 
something? Like, is there something I I didn't I don't understand about this story, or is dead? Just I don't know. Dead. This is the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. Look for this story where the... So, family comes home from being away. They got a babysitter. And the babysitter, I guess, decides that for some reason. Or a reason known only to them. They, the, the family find the dog dead under a, under a pile of clothes. And so... Just kind of proves don't live in a suburb. But <laughs> I'm just saying. This from Sussex, Wisconsin on uh, 620WTMJ.com. The Waukesha County Sheriff's Office is investigating the killing of a family dog. Um, according to TMJ4 News, a family that lives on Elm Avenue in the village of Sussex, something Jack just talked about in the news, found their dog dead under a pile of blankets and stuffed animals at their house. Last Friday, the family told Waukesha County Sheriff's Office they found their dog with a possible stab wound and a plastic bag on its head. Deputies said the suspect is an 18-year-old babysitter. They interviewed her about the incident and arrested her for cruelty to animals. They killed Batman. They killed Batman. Eight-year-old Chihuahua, the family had braised since he was a pup. Family originally reported the dog to Lost Dogs of Wisconsin is missing when they couldn't find him. And then they searched around their house and they found it. So how do you how do you live the rest? How do you live the rest of your life when when we forgive people for killing human beings? This babysitter will probably never get their life back like we we put. Trying trying to find the right word. We put so much importance on animals, and they're important. They're family friends and family members and stuff like that. I get it. But we get so upset. I mean, I almost got into a fight with a colleague on the Milwaukee Police Department because I said, no, I don't like dogs. Like, I've been chased by dogs and dogs have nipped at me and I've never liked dogs. And if I thought a dog was going to bite me, what would I do? I don't know. I might kick it. I mean, I, I was a cop at the time. What do you think I would do to a dog that's trying to bite me? Right? Got apoplectic to the point where they wanted to fight. I'm like, you're talking about a dog. You're talking about a human being. And I get that dogs are, 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 family members they're deserving of rights so you should not be cruel to a dog that's that's just the bottom line you should not be cruel to a dog 
but an 18 year old. So what did the dog do? Right. Are you victim blaming a dog? Yeah. Dogs can bite you, but a chihuahua. Okay. That's a little much. If it had been a German shepherd or a Doberman or what, what are those other dogs that, that people have that, that people are always scared of, you know, the rot, Rottweilers, all those, you know, I get it. A Mastiff, you know, okay. You're an 18 year old. You might be a demure. Demure. Is that the right word? Yeah. Small in stature, right? Maybe a little scared of the dog. But when we're talking about an actual adult, 18-year-old, like put the dog in a room and close the door, I don't know. But when you put a plastic bag over a dog's head, they would have done better calling the family, calling the police and said, hey, this dog came after me. I panicked. I lost it. And I ended up killing the dog. They would have went, okay, thank you for that, and we understand, blah, 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 blah. We'll have to investigate. You may have to go to the DA's office, and we'll talk about it. But you left the dog, and then you rolled out like, hey, see ya. I'm going. I'm leaving. Okay, done with babysitting. I wonder how old the kids were. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, you know, is this, yeah, not, nope, mm-mm. At that point, I would not necessarily, I would definitely not trust that person as a babysitter. So I guess now we got to put in, what, babysitting training? Um, Can you sign this this affidavit or something saying that (laughs) you won't harm my dog? Like, wouldn't you expect a babysitter? That'll have to be part of the training now. We have to ask you to not, not kill our dog. Like, first, it's not harm the children, right? But don't, but don't kill the dog. Now, the weird part about it, were her babysitting duties inclusive of the dog? And was she actually babysitting the dog? Now, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. What should happen to this 18-year-old, I wonder? 855-616-1620. Should this 18-year-old be... Charged, and if convicted, what happens? Should she go to jail for cruelty to animals? Or should she get released? Well, I don't know, but I know one thing. If this person, male or female, babysitter, did it in California, I can guarantee if you're a grown man and gets stabbed 108 times, you get 100 hours. So I guess she should get One year probation and one hour. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Denise Thomas is taking a... Much needed day off, and so I'm here. I don't think we'll be here next week, right? Nope. The Milwaukee Bucks play next Sunday night and uh, week, starting at 7, so and, we will not. And the week following that is Super Bowl. Correct. So I'm not going to be here. I'm just telling y'all now I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. Chilling. The Truth on TMJ with Evan with Allison. There you go. 
There you go. I mean, do it. Do it. Go for it. Do it. Do it. I'm serious. And so, there's a story on the AP from Wichita, Kansas, where a prized statue of Jackie Robinson was stolen from a public park, spurring the police to search and outrage across the city. The statue honors the first player to break the Major League Baseball color barrier. In 1947, surveillance video was released of two people hauling the sculpture away in the dark. Wichita police said in a Facebook post that it went missing Thursday morning and that statue was cut at the ankles to be removed. All that remained of the statue Friday were Robinson's feet. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You stole a statue's feet who does that like what is that who does that i don't understand maybe they're celebrating black history month a couple days early i don't know (laughs) i don't know there are some interesting stories in the uh news today and we'll we'll be covering some of them we'll be looking at doc rivers and whether or not he'll um Will he create much needed changes? We'll we'll talk about that. And um we'll dive over to dig in a little deep to the um the three service members who were killed and thirty wounded in the Middle East in a drone attack and what that's going to do. I've I've got some questions about that too. And and I'm gonna dive into in the eight o'clock hour also some of these blackout license plates. I like I like those. I like those. I'm, I'm going to ask Jack about that uh, after he does the news. I want to I want to dive a little bit into the blackout license plates. I think they're in other states like Minnesota. And, um, yeah, they'll be a lot easier to read, I'll tell you that. But I don't know. So I'm going to jump into that. I want to I want to look at a very important story towards the end of. What is it? Luma Duo, Lumi, Lumi, whatever that is, deodorant that people say you can put on any part of your body and it'll make it stop smelling. I really want to see if it works. I mean, I should do a test of it. All right. I should I should go buy some, order some, use it and then test whether or not it works. Test whether or not it stops B.O. And they said it stops B.O. in every single place you have body odor. Watch this. But you can't put it in your mouth. So if you got bad breath and the rest of your body is fresh, uh, we're not really looking at that. That'll be the next product they come out with because you just gave them that idea. Yeah, but it's called mouthwash. <laughs> but that company is going to come out with it. Yeah, but you just we already it. got mouthwash. Uh, don't don't we? I mean, not mouth, not all mouthwashes is, is you know like like the mouthwash they give you at uh, the dentist office that always seems to just make your mouth pristine, right? I I think like I don't understand why Listerine burns so bad. Probably got alcohol in it. I'm sure it's the alcohol. Yeah, but I, I still don't get that. But yet I use. I go to the dentist, which I we should have a segment just on that. Going to the dentist. 
I don't like going to the dentist. I don't like. Um, why is it your breath smells phenomenal when you use that? But I use Listerine and it's, it burns, but it kind of does the same thing. Kind of does the same thing. So I don't know. I don't get it. All I know is I think in the next week or two, I have a dentist appointment. And uh, I'm not really looking forward to it. I don't think I'm scared of the dentist because my dentist is so good. And I have a female dentist. Um, I have an African-American female dentist who's really, really, really great. And she really talks about, you know, how to take care of your teeth and take care of things like that. But, yeah. But yeah, when Jack gets in here, I wanna I wanna talk about about the whole blackout plate and will that work in Wisconsin with this thing called snow? I don't know. I don't know. I saw a picture of them and they look pretty cool. Looks pretty nice. So we will see what happens. Right after this.